From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 444, for the week of May 17th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson, Mary Jamalata Willie, and Michael Bowling. Coming up on Tuesday, Nancy goes shopping in Grizzly Peak. And Tony is in and he checks out counter service breakfast, op- breakfast options in Disneyland Park. But right now it's time for this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello everyone. Hello. Hey. Hey there, hi there, ho there. Michael, you tired like I am? Yes, I. We didn't get home till midnight oh, the, wow. today, and I fell asleep. I I normally have to read before I go to bed. When my <laughs> my head hit the pillow, I went to sleep. I never set my alarm. I wow. slept over twelve hours. I was so wow. exhausted. Yeah. And we had two o'clock theater tickets in downtown Sacramento for um, see Rogers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, and it was just a race out the door to get there. <laughs> So Michael and I were in Orlando recording a set of shows with the members of the Orlando team. Fourteen shows. Thirteen, thirteen, 13. shows. Yes. Um, and those will start going up this Friday, May twenty second. Two shows a day uh, for the for seven days in a row, and we are talking about uh, seven different hotels, including the three on Disney property. Plus, we are talking about Knott's Berry Farm, Universal Studios, uh, Downtown Disney, other things to do in Anaheim. Just a great set of shows. There are video packages to go along with those. Those are going to go up all over all over the Diz. You'll be able to see those. Uh, so it's exciting stuff coming on May 22nd. Uh, this week is... This is it. Uh, this is when all the magic is going to blow up all over Anaheim. Uh, May 22nd is the official opening of Paint the Night, Disneyland Forever, World of Colors Celebrate the Life and Times of the, the Wonderful World of Walt Disney. That's. However, we are getting a look at those early, and hopefully we'll be able to have those up and available for you to view um, earlier than Friday. Uh, we will be seeing uh, World of Color Celebrate on Wednesday night. So look for look for information on that and, and highlights from that Wednesday night or early Thursday morning. Uh, we will be checking out Paint the Night and Disneyland Forever on Thursday night. And then of course all the madness of we will all the madness of the twenty four hour day on the Friday we will be there. Huh. Giving you live coverage. Are you planning on being uh, there the entire twenty-four hours, Tom? I don't think so. Well, not not if, if I if I wasn't <clears throat> doing the media events the night before that and the night before that, maybe. But I I will be there at six, and I will try to be, and I'll probably be there the mor- Monday the following morning at six. But I don't, between that, I don't know. Are you? Um, Michael's going to say something. Oh, I'm, I'm also going to be there. So I'm, this is my first 24 hour event and my, my little green shirt came in the mail for the 24 hour event. Nice. That actually came in before. Yeah. You know, they stamp it. Somebody does, right? Is that how they make sure either the full 24 hours to, to, or do they take the shirt from you afterwards? Well, they're (laughs) going to have to remove it from my body and that would not be (laughs) pleasant. Nice. <laughs> Wait a minute, what's this whole shirt thing? Obviously I've missed something. Uh the Parks blog was selling shirts. Um Yeah, it was the, the Disney library, store right? online was yeah. selling yeah, shirts. Go. They were the you know how they do those limited tees t shirts? Right. One was for the twenty four hour event. So I ordered one and then they said nice. Oh, it could take three months to yeah. be delivered yeah. and I thought, Oh yeah. well that's great but it came yeah. right before we left for Orlando. Nice. Uh, let's see. What else do we need to talk about? Uh, Podcast Crew 6.0 is selling quickly. If you have, if you're thinking about that and you haven't got on on board, 
no pun intended yet, uh, definitely give Tracy a, a email that's T-R-A-C-E-Y-H at Dreams Unlimited Travel. Uh, that is on the Oasis of the Seas, December 4th of 2016. And just, just uh, a comment about that. Yeah. You know, yeah. when you, when they say on the boards that buy your tickets now, um, get, don't wait and get them, they're not kidding. You know, they they were saying that about Dizapalooza. And what's the story with that, Mary Jo? Sold out. Sold out. Yep. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun trip to Dizapalooza, but you know, going back to the to the cruise six they're they're really trying to get the best deal for everybody. So mm-hmm. it's you you have until final payment to pull out with with no penalties. That's my understanding. Right. So yes. if my recommendation would be go ahead and book the cruise. And Tracy, I don't know where she gets her energy, but she does her best. I mean, she got a ton of them, right? And she she got us all really good deals. But she goes through and she looks for the best deal, however she can get it yeah, for each whether party. It's our, whether it's our group space or they extended the buy one, get the second person 50% off special. So. Oh, they extended it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, then yeah, shoot. So. But you people, you have no excuse. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, let's say hello to our friends on Mixler that are listening live. Uh, if you'd like to listen live every Sunday night, 8 p.m. Pacific, we broadcast live on Mixler. There are links all over Facebook and in our show notes page. So definitely join us live and chat with other dizzers and chat with us because we read it. Um, hey to Matt and Wendy and Dina Beth, who is spinning in her chair like Mary Jo. <laughs> she must be feeling uh, good. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, any other housekeeping? I have some housekeeping. Yeah, okay. Or Michael, do, you want, you, did, do you want me to wait? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I want to wait on that. Michael, did you have something? I have a few. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we, ne- we never finished our, our 24-hour discussion. So, Mary, oh, jo-, Mary jo, are you going to be there? I will be there. Are you going to be there uh, all 24 I, I, hours? We'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> uh, honestly, I probably won't make it, um, mm-hmm. but I will be there as long as I can. I'm just so excited about everything. I want to see everything that's open. So I'm yeah. like a little kid right now. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. What about you, Nancy? Nah, I'll be uh, <laughs> nose to the grindstone at the job. Oh. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, no, it's a Friday. <coughs> so for me, because my job requires call every night during the mm-hmm. week, I'm my patients need me. Okay. All righty. Well, we'll, we'll miss you. Okay, yeah, no, definitely. I will miss you guys, too. That almost sounded genuine. Go ahead. Oh, stop it. Um, <laughs> anyway, okay, oh, housekeeping. A couple of yes. weeks ago, we were talking about uh, Disney purchasing the Carousel Lounge, and I, I Carousel Lounge. Okay, well, ca- so, uh, sorry, Carousel. Well, there there is a lounge in there, isn't there? Carousel, a motel, <laughs> Motor Inn. Um, I had mentioned that there were it owned other. Um, was it the Carousel? Was it the Camelot? I don't know what it it's was. The Carousel. Carousel. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. They um, that they Disney. I'd heard that Disney owned other properties, and indeed, since then, I, I have confirmed Disney does own other properties um, all around dis- the Disneyland Resort, and they've just quietly purchased them up, and they allow the the operators to continue operating them. So why this one made the news, I have absolutely no idea. But, um, but, Slow news day. but Disney does, um, yeah, Disney owns quite a bit out there. Just waiting. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we, waiting, waiting to pounce. We, um, a couple weekends ago when we were at the Carthay Circle, um, we were going up there for our, our, it was Mother's Day, I think. We were going to have our, uh, meal. And it, the interesting thing is, is that they were not letting people into the Carthay Circle Lounge unless they had restaurant reservations. And I don't know was it, if that was, was it be- full or uh, it, it was busy. Yeah, I don't know if if that's normal or if it's because it was just a busy day or what. So, but yeah, if if the lounge is full, all the seats in the lounge are full. They will start a line outside to to keep it from being keep it from getting too busy in there mm-hmm. yeah so yes yeah, so i'm hoping that you'll still be able to drop in once in a while and have a drink and then and we got to go into club 33 so Ooh. so we saw oh. the new and improved 
Club 33. So it was, it's very, the windows will bother me until my dying day. But, um, (laughs) you know, I I just don't feel they fit and all that. But we, we got to go in. We saw, we saw the Court of Angels and what they've done there. And it looks pretty much the same, except they've put some lights going up the stairwell, sort of these tulip lights that, I don't know. I don't think they're a good fit, but I understand why they need them there. And when you go in, you know, when you first walk in through the new door, there's a little reception area. And then you walk into the Court of Angels. There's a new elevator that you can take up or you can walk up the the stairs, um, the Court of Angels, and go in. And then there's another desk and a foyer. And that's where the, uh, where now the, cases that has all the merchandise and if you go the tr- the old-fashioned traditional way uh, there's now a false wall where the bar used to be and so it's completely covered up and then when you go into the the dining room it's because of the new window that that window it mm. is um it's much more airy and light in there and otherwise it has pretty much the same feel um, some of the furniture is gone that we knew of, like the, I didn't see that Mary Poppins credenza there any longer and things like that in that, in that, you know, walkway, which is one of the bridges. If you go the other way, which used to sort of be the way that was off to where, like towards the restrooms and all that, that is where the jazz lounge is. And it's supposed to be like a, a 20s, 30s speakeasy. And so when you, you walk down there, you walk sort of like through a wine cellar and then you walk in and there's some booths. That's where all the wheeling and dealing is done. I'm sure they're all very dark and private. And they, you know, the um, type of photos or pictures they have like on a Disney dream and fantasy that they look like they're real pictures, but then they're interactive mm-hmm. and all that. They have those in the lounge. And so every once in a while, the picture oh. will sort of change. So like, for example, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin anything in case you guys, because you will get a chance to go in, I'm sure. But for instance, there's one that looks like it's the, it's um, a painting of a theater. And then suddenly the, the curtains will draw to um, reveal like the dancers, you know, on the stage. So it's that kind of a thing. thing. And then when you go into the jazz, lounge jazz club lounge it is it is you know the big overstuffed chairs and there are some booths along the walls again they have those big huge windows um let a lot of light in so it's it's again it's nice to have the light but if they just could have done them in better architecture um there's beautiful beautiful glass um sort of ceiling those looks like stained glass kind of thing that's the light fixture um, a beautiful wooden bar. Um, they, there's one picture that has four jazz musicians in it. It's sort of a, a very stylized picture. The interesting thing is there's music playing and when one, and above the bar, there's also images of those instruments. And when one of those instruments that's in the, in whatever music you're listening to plays, the, in this one picture, that musician will then disappear. And then when that, when that piece, like, you know, if it's the, um, tr- trumpet, when the trumpet piece comes on, then the, then the musician playing the trumpet disappears from the picture and all that. So it's interesting. And there's special effects above the bar that are going on, um, all through the course of your time there. Uh, they have, uh, they have a piano that is always playing and, the piano was created by Imagineering. And what they did is they brought in the top pianists and they actually recorded them playing pieces. So it's as if you have all these, these top, you know, top musicians, they're entertaining you while you're relaxing. So, um, because it's like a, it's like a grand player piano. And so it's very nice and uh, it's very relaxing, you know, and like some of the members we talked to said, you know, when the 1901 lounge was built, it gave them a place where they could just hang out. They never had that at Club 33. So they're very happy that now they have a place where they can just hang out. And and it is it's very nice. It's very relaxing. And it has some reminds me a little of 
how relaxing the Hearthstone Lounge is over in the Grand Californian. And um, they had a new signature martini that I suspect we'll see in other places. It was called the Diamond Martini. And instead of the ice cube being a sphere, it it's in the shape of a multifaceted diamond in the martini. And so I, I, I bet we'll see that at um, Club 33. Or, I'm sorry, at like Carthay Circle and stuff. So anyway, so it's, it was very nice, very tastefully done. If they just could have kept the original architecture of the windows, it, it would have been perfect. <laughs> oh, and the vulture that was in the trophy room is oh, also yeah. somewhere in Club 33. But now he's fully operational. He's now an audio animatronic. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so it's interesting. So, mm-hmm. so it, does he, is he interactive or does he just talk, you know? Um, with set spiels. He, he just seems to talk when, as, as, as one of the cast members at Club 33 said, he talks when he has something on his mind. Okay. Okay. That's pretty cool. And the, the, the washrooms are outside more. They're more in that balcony, the new balcony. Oh, there you go. But instead of bushes, uh, as you traditionally do, they or the pots, the flower pots. They have they have the bathrooms, but they're sort of like in this covered balcony area that um that that's that's out there. And unfortunately, ladies, the throne is gone. That was going to be my next question. Yeah, so, oh my gosh, you anticipate. So say that again, I, Nancy. Yeah, and they say. I said that was part of the old club. This is the new club. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing is, they said that is the number one complaint they're getting, mm-hmm. is that the throne is gone. Wow. And um, But for the men, even though it's a modern style um, commode, they still did hang the um, pulleys, you know, there, um, you know, just in style with the old commode. So, anyway. so cool. So that's it. So, um, so that, that's my little review of Club 33. It's very nice. So right. hopefully you'll all have a chance, um, to, to get in there. I'm so glad you were awesome. able to go, Michael. I've been, I've thank been uh, looking forward to hearing about it. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, we were very fortunate to be invited in. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. So Mary Jo got to go over to Knott's Berry Farm and check out Voyage to the Iron Reef. It was so was cool. It? I I really enjoyed it. It was very cool. And she's having trouble with it. Oh, there you go. Okay. You know what? Okay. I think I am um being delayed. So sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the what happened is you, you know at Knott's Berry Farm, they over in the boardwalk area they've really been well actually the whole park there, I think they're taking Disney's lead maybe in giving us new attractions and, and everything. But they, they've been doing this for years and years. And back in the boardwalk area, there used to be an attraction called Knott's Berry Tales. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. Rolly Crump designed it. Exactly. I didn't know that, but he did. And then it was replaced by another attraction. Of course, you would know that, Michael. <laughs> he talked about it in my interview. You should listen to it sometime. I It's on my... <laughs> Um, the reason I, I know that is because I rode other rides with Tony Baxter and 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 Charles Phoenix. Stop dropping names, go ahead. There you go. <laughs> and Tom so, is Bob Iger's love child, and that's how he knew about it. Yes. <laughs> well, I knew about it. Never meant to be. Um, well, and then Knott's Berry Tales was replaced by Knott's Kingdom of the Dinosaurs. Do you guys remember that? Yes. No. <laughs> and do you know who um, built Kingdom of the Dinosaurs? Um, Bob Ger, I have no idea. <laughs> You're actually right. Um, uh-huh. Bob Ger, he uh, was co-founder of a company called Sequoia, and they built um, Knott's Kingdom of the Dinosaurs, which makes perfect sense why he was there when they had the opening of the newest attraction, which is called Voyage to the Iron Reef. And the premise of this attraction is that with all of this work that they've been doing and the boardwalk, they have disrupted or disturbed the mechanical sea creatures that live underneath the boardwalk. And the queen of the Kraken, the queen of the Kraken wants revenge on knots for disturbing her kingdom. And so they're eating all the coasters and stuff. And so we, the guests, are, are entrusted to help protect 
Nosbury Farm and kill as many of those darn sea creatures as we can. So it's an interactive, it's 4D. This is the very first 4D interactive um, attraction um, in Southern California, I believe. And so in this, what we do is we get into these four-seater subtype um, vehicles and we go into the Iron Reef, we go down, and as you go in, there's things floating around you. Because You do wear 3D glasses, and there's things floating around you, and you have guns, and it's, it's a... There's no other ride like it unless you've gone on... Well, Little Mermaid might be something like it, Toy Story Mania mixed together, Transformers, and in Orlando, the Forbidden Journey are all kind of like this. In that this is an attraction and the 3D film and you're, it's interactive where you're shooting at targets. And what's happening is these sea creatures are coming at you to protect the queen of the kraken and you, you need to shoot them down. Cool thing about this is each laser has a different color. Each gun has a different color laser. So you know exactly what your shots are and you do have a scoreboard. You're competing against the four, the three other people who are in the car with you and there's, um, six different screens, I believe. Uh, when you go on this, there's 44 projectors. Um, it's, it's massive, the work that's gone. The ride itself, once you get in and you start going, it's, it's a four minute attraction, um, where you, where you go through. <clears throat> and some of the, let me get some of the facts that they have about it, which I thought were really cool. Uh, 600 foot length. The right area is 18,000 square feet for those people who want to know that. There's eight trains, two carts per train. And you know how in Midway Mania you sit back to back and this one you're sitting four across. So there's two carts and the kind of cart, the carts kind of go next to each other in some of them, but you're so busy shooting that you really don't pay attention. I will tell you there's some fun things in this attraction. When you first go up, there's a big mural and it's a sea mural. Somewhere in that mural, as you're waiting for your ride, look for the hidden Snoopy. Because there's a hidden Snoopy. Oh, how cute. And in the attraction itself, the um, coasters and other attractions that used to be on the boardwalk are in the attraction. So you can find those. I found I found corkscrew in there. But again, I was so busy shooting and trying to kill those sea monsters, I didn't pay too much attention, so I need to go back. Um, they do have hidden medallions. I, when I saw them, I was like, okay, those need to count for something. So I was shooting at all of them. Um, and there's um, a famous, the oh, if any of you remember the Roaring 20 sign that used to be there on the boardwalk, that's there too. I didn't say, I yeah. wrote it four times and there was so much going on. I never saw that. So there's, again, it's, um, I thought it was a fantastic ride myself. Um, Bob Gurr was there at, like I said, at the, at the kickoff and he, he loved the ride himself. And you know that he's a perennial kid at heart and he really can appreciate all of these attractions and the work that's gone into building them. But yeah, there's 11 screens total, 10 interactive screens. Plus, as you're going through from screen to screen, there's no dead space. You're going through, um, coral, dead, uh, shipwrecks and other, um, Stuff that you would find under the ocean as you go from scene to scene. So, do you guys have any questions or anything about it? So, this isn't a high-speed thrill attraction. It's more like Buzz Lightyear or um, Toy Story Midway Mania. Correct. You okay. kind of figured uh, Buzz Lightyear, Toy Story Mania combined, maybe? Or oh, just okay. Buzz, Buzz Lightyear, Toy Story Mania combined and plus. Outstanding attraction. Oh. Sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, you know, we look at the Knott's attractions and we say, well, it's good for Knott's, but not quite on par with Disney. You know, I, I'm pretty sure that a lot of us think that when we look at their attractions, right. even with the log ride and stuff. This is a, this could be in Disneyland. Really nice. good attraction. Very high quality. So, yeah, it was it was fun. And I, I'm glad I'm an annual pass holder because I'm going to go back and I'm going to get on that ride. <laughs> I want to find all the hidden stuff and I want to find the hidden Snoopy on it and um it was easy to get onto and easy to get out what you do is you get into the vehicle that there and then the front part of it you know how on um, at disneyland how let's say the omnimover at haunted mansion you get on and it automatically closes mm -hmm. right 
as you write as the write starts here the cast or the person the Knott's Berry farm worker attraction worker uh, physically pushes close the 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 sub that you're sitting in Hmm. So that's just something that was a little bit different. And I think they were still kind of working out the kinks because I was there the first day that they opened, you know, and they uh, b- broke the, the little bottle and, and christened it. So I think I think everybody would love it. I, Nancy, I think your girls would be clamoring to go on it over and over again. So, and I think good. Michael would be clamoring to go over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that they're building some family-friendly attractions since – for me, yeah. it has, it, if I've always, th- I now think of it as more of a coaster park. And Not just I'm, trying to get I'm, away from that. I'm glad to hear that because I think they'll be more successful in competing with Disney if they have a more of a balance. Right. You know, and I think that's one of their, their, um, goals is to be, is to compete with it. I think they've finally looked and seen what is it that the families want to go to. And not just the teens and the young adults. Because as you guys know, well, no, the log ride is just, they did such a great job in the mine train ride. Well, now they needed something new. And another thing about this, this is a totally unique ride. There is, this is not based off of any movies or anything. It's all new characters, new theme. And of course, when you get out, there's an arcade that it opens up to. And of course, there's the store. And the store was pretty nice. neat. Um, yeah, I, I really liked it. The theming was pretty cool. They have some items there that are only for annual pass holders, and they have things there for the regular guests. And it's themed to, um, the store is called Nautilus, I believe. And they have things that are tailored to the ride, but they also have some of the not scary farm type stuff. They had, uh, Elvira t-shirts, etc. And they also had, hmm. They also had um, our friend from the Haunted Mansion at Christmas, Jack Skellington. Weird. Yeah. Well, you know, not they're they're they they don't discriminate against anything. If they can make money off of it, they're going to take advantage <laughs> and and do. It. I mean, they have. The truth. Yeah, sometimes they have a better selection of Disney items than Disney does, especially when with some of the artwork. So, um, I I highly recommend it. I don't think people would be disappointed. Very cool. Thank you, Mary Jo. Um, and Nancy headed over to Grizzly Peak this weekend. <coughs> Woohoo! The new Grizzly Peak Airfield. Yeah. And it it's a nice refurb. It isn't as startling of a change as I would have expected for as big as the walls were. Okay. Um, it's I've sent you guys some pictures, but I don't know if they'll have synced up with you guys That's or right. not. Um, but I did post a bunch on my Twitter feed um, today. I was out. Thank about- you for that. I- yeah, I had fun seeing them, so thank you, Nancy. Yeah, I took a bunch more, too. Um, there is new signage all over the place. They went with a uniformed um, st- sign styling throughout the entire area and more of a national park feel styling. Mm-hmm. So it really makes for a nice effect. Um, you know, they use the, the shape of the Bear Mountain, of Grizzly Mountain, um, and... Just really, really nice. The, you know, everything's mounted on rocks. So as you come in, there's a nice picture. Um, all the buildings have been changed to kind of match the color of the Grand Californian in theme. So it's got that same kind of green as the Grand Californian's roof. And we saw that in all the earlier photos of smoke jumpers. Yeah. Um, they did a few things like where Mater used to be way long time ago. They have a wonderful, wonderful old, um, is that Chrysler? Um, anyway. It looks almost like a Woody, isn't it? It's, it's a station wagon. Sort of. But it's not a Woody. It's a Woody without the Woody. Without the Woody. Yeah, it's not Woody. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's an old Chrysler wagon. No, it's a, it's a Rambler. Rambler, yeah. A Rambler. I'm sorry, a Rambler wagon. Okay. Does it go beep Were Woody's Ramblers? Anyway, I really liked it. It has a wooden canoe on top, and the inside is filled with all kinds of cool things if you peek in the window, but it's definitely a family on vacation, which I thought was really cool. Like, the front seat has binoculars, and, um, or I'm sorry, the front seat has, um, 
a map with a big picnic basket and an old-fashioned um, an old-fashioned camera with the um, with the accordion-style aperturing. I can't remember what kind of camera that is. And then the back seat, there's all kinds of cool stuff like binoculars and coolers and and hiking poles. And then there's camping equipment and a big old Coca-Cola cooler because you can't forget that sponsorship. <laughs> right there. And then next to it is this great big sign um, called Grizzly Peak. It's a, it's a topographical map for the Land of Scenic Wonders. Nice. And it's really fun to, to look at it too, because it marks where you are at the refreshment point. And, uh, there's the airfield with Humphrey's Service and Supplies. That's the new name of the shop there. And the claim jumpers. And then, of course, they have the Russian River and the Russian River Pass with some of its, uh, things like Bullwhip Griffin tra Trail, Mule Deer Meadows, Every Man's Bluff. Um, Red's Ridge, there's Bearclaw Falls, and then it kind of just kind of moves on to the whole um, ride area and names all the corners of the rides. The Eureka Gold Timber Company, there's Washout Falls, the Spatted Bot Cave, Spotted Bat Caves, not Spatted Bot Caves, <laughs> and and the like. So it's really kind of fun. They even incorporate uh, um, incorporate um, the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail in that mapping, and then they call the Grand Californian sort of like Grizzly Peak Lodge, which I thought was kind of clever. That is. Stuff like that. So pretty it's cool. it's pretty nice. Um, it's course, pretty nice. So There's even Whistling Sherman Trail. Any ideas on that one? Well, Sherman is the is one of the big trees up in the at the Sequoia in the Sequoias, right? Or yes. the okay. Yeah, the general. So they, they have a little Brothers. path marked called uh, Whistling Sherman Trail. Hmm. You know what I really like? I like things. I like that they've incorporated. Um, I'm looking at some of the signs that they have there. It's like it's almost like you're camping or staying in a lodge, right uh, up in the in the Sequoias yeah. or in the Sierra Nevada, and they have stuff like you know Welcome Park visitors. And I'm not going to read all the signs. Yeah, but. They have one that says, when the trout are biting, boy, are they hungry. Don't forget your fishing license. Visit Humphreys. Be prepared. You can't troll till you pay the toll. And and I think that's so yep. cool that they say that and that they're incorporating characters, more characters from the early Disney days, like Humphrey the Bear. Yep. Um, it's, it's really impacting this park in a good way. You know, we have Oswald and now we have Humphrey. Yep. And I'm just looking forward to seeing, you know, little by little, it looks like they're they're including these early, iconic Disney characters. It's just well, so cool. and one of the um, and one of the um, the things that um, one of the the signs that they have on the outside even says um, nature hikes. Join one today. Learn about Grizzly Peaks flora and fauna. Informative. No two hikes alike. And then it it goes down to the bottom and it says hikes conducted by Ranger Audubon J. Woodlore, visiting expert from Brownstone National Park. And that's from the TV shorts Humphrey the Bear. Yeah. Yep. And I like they have a little nod to the Boy Scouts, and they have the Boy Scouts knot, little knot yep. sign, and they have the early Smokey the Bear shirts. Yep. I like that. Now, did, is Soren open yet? Yes. Okay. It is. How did they theme it inside? Um, I, we did not get a chance to go in. The crowds were just way too busy. Um, but had I known Zoe was okay with doing single rider, I would have probably had us do that. Um, I don't know if they're, I didn't double check to see if they were offering it, but. But yeah, it look. I mean, outside the building is you know soaring only in greens and browns. And then we we have the same film, but just digital, so right, nice and cleaned up. And I think it's it, I think it's sign there where it says soaring and over California is on a separate sign. Yeah, yeah. that's hanging so that yep. it can so be removed someday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't like exactly. that. I'm sorry. I I was I was soaring okay over with California should always be soaring. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't hear either of you. Yeah. Sorry. So what we were you saying? Alike. So what did you both say that was the same? Nancy. You go, Mary Jo. <laughs> All I said was yes. Okay, there you go. <laughs> All right, Soren should be Soren in California. Soren yeah. over California in California should be Soren over California. That's right. okay. 
All right. So, and then uh, Nancy's going on our next segment. Nancy is going to talk in depth about the new store and the yeah. rest of Grizzly Peak shopping. So, oh, except I do have to say one thing. Okay. Tony's Tony's going to be so sad. Oh. His favorite. Caramel corn, kettle corn, I can't remember which one it was at mm-hmm. that place. The little popcorn cart outside yeah. of Soren no longer makes the special caramel corn. Aww. Poor Tony. Very sad. I know, it's just down to regular popcorn. And, she is. And we're 40 minutes in and still in housekeeping. Awesome. Uh, one last thing, coasting for kids, <laughs> June 7th at Cedar Fair Parks across the country. <laughs> we have... 60, count them, 60 dizzers at nine different parks. Yay. I, I am so excited. Um, and just as, as we were getting ready for the show, we have surpassed last year's total. Yay. That's Yay. great. Not, not including the generous match from Dreams Unlimited Travel that, that they've been doing for the last day or so. So we are going to have a great total and we'll bring that to you. I don't want to spoil it at this point, but. Um, if you are still interested in joining, there is still time. The deadline to sign up is June 1st at noon, which I'm assuming noon Eastern. So there's still time to join us and, of course, still time to donate to your favorite podcaster, me. Um, mm. or Wait a second. From Why am I laughing at that? I don't know. Or someone because from- you're laughing at Tom's Tomness. Yes. Or someone from a Cedar Fair Park near you. Um also want to uh, send our, our thoughts and wishes out to Denise Hawkins, who has been on the show a couple times and also planned the Phoenix meet. They had a, a loss in their family, so I just wanted to send out Aww. our best wishes. So. so sorry, Denise. Yeah. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast at wdwfo.com. And, of course, links to everything we talk about and links to our shows, you can find at www.disunplugged.com. And Dina on our Chat and Mixler says the video didn't look like it was any better in quality. Oh man, that's the after all that work. After all that work, yeah. Um, since we were traveling this week, I did not have a poll results, so any poll this week to talk about. So we'll move on to the news, um, and we are running a little behind. So I'm just going to kind of talk a little bit about a couple things. Um, we talked last week about. The lawsuit, or not the lawsuit, but the the video of Pluto the dog, and now comes another couple weird lawsuit type things that uh, are showing up in the news. One, there's a story of a young girl who was injured on the Timber Mountain log ride at Northbury Farm last year. And the lawsuit says that the six year old uh, broke a bone above her right eye after hitting her head against oh. a seat in the ride. After on a, after um, after abruptly stopped following the main drop, uh, so that that's going to be something we're going to have to watch on. The suit claims that that there were errors both in the water level, and then the they 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 say that the logs are not designed well as far as bracing and you know footholds and things like that. So that's kind of interesting. You don't we? I think there was a lawsuit. Isn't there one about the stagecoach or something that's happening at this point or or maybe that's just uh that's just protests that's right about the horses um and real quickly two orange county families are joining in the suit filed against disney that says the disability access service violates the state's unra civil rights act they joined 12 other families who are taking disney to court in los angeles superior court and asking that they reverse the policy and of course, they are also asking for damages. And um, so, how are they saying it? It doesn't yeah, comply. No, I don't know. Yeah, I they're don't. saying it doesn't comply. Is this the one I? This is the yeah, same one I yeah, I yeah. wrote you about. Okay, um, I actually read um, Mike's post to Jack on that mm-hmm. on Facebook, and. Um, basically, they're saying that with autistic children, there are issues oh, with things like okay. they can't they can't go up to the ride and get their ticket and then take their children away because their children won't understand. But they don't have to go to the ride. They, the the counters I, are at different spots. Right, and I think that this is basically a lack of education issue. 
um, that a lot of families, some families are stress, you know, are stressing out on these things because they're so used to doing it the old way uh-huh. Uh-huh. that they're not taking into some accounts and, and trying, they're not getting good tips on how to work around it. Right. I honestly think we should see if we can get maybe if there's a couple listeners out there with autistic kids that wouldn't mind talking to us about, you know, some of their techniques for handling the guest access system that maybe we could, you know, we could do something helpful and informative, but I think there's also some, you know, some other education that needs to go on and if, with that too. Yeah. Not only guest education, but maybe some cast education right. on, on, on being able to give suggestions and that if, would improve that kind of a guest experience. Yeah. Okay. Um, and of course, Susie Brown quote, we once again believe these claims are without merit. Um, and then, of course, these these suits join the 44 families that are suing Disney regarding the disability access service in Florida. So uh, we need to move on because we are short on time. So let's go Oops. to our rapid fires. Let's start with Mary Jo. Disneyland has a brand new um, mug. And this is in the shape of a, the old German Steins. And it's got the... Disneyland Castle on top of it is awesome. It's a blue and white stein. And I thought it was going to be made of ceramic, but it's actually made out of plastic, which is better because you can carry it around the park, etc. Costs $10.19 with your beverage. And it's at, it's going to be at select locations at Disneyland and starting on May 22nd. So by this coming weekend. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go next. The D23. Ooh, wow. The D23 Expo has announced more and more and more info about the upcoming D23 Expo. Uh, this mm-hmm. time it's the Walt Disney Archives, which will present Disneyland, the exhibit. This display, the largest ever for the archives, will showcase more than, uh, at the Expo anyway, will showcase more than 300 props, audio animatronic figures, ride vehicles, photos, artwork, and memorabilia. Included will be ticket number one that was purchased by Roe Disney back in July of 1955. And, of course, the expo runs August 14th to the 16th at the Anaheim Convention Center. And the Diz will be there to bring it to you live. Well, it's live back there, too. All right, uh, Michael. Okay, well, we were talking earlier in the show about the big 24-hour Disneyland Resort Diamond Celebration coming up from May 22nd to 23rd. And you you might be thinking, why would I ever want to go there for 24 hours? I mean, what could I possibly do for 24 hours at Disneyland? Michael, what should I do for 24 hours? Well, I think what you need to do, Tom, is go around and eat all the tasty things that are going to be available. <laughs> that is actually a thought. There yes. for 24 hours. So, well, you know, you got to stay up somehow. <laughs> that's right. Because you know how Disney fans, we have to experience everything. So, so, so I'm challenging everyone to go and eat all these tasty delectables that are going to be at this big 24 hour extravaganza. So over at Disneyland in the Jolly Holiday Bakery, they're going to have the Disneyland Diamond Celebration Cupcake. I have a feeling we're going to be seeing this cupcake for quite cup- a while. I don't think that cupcake special for this. Yeah. Um, Carnation Cafe is going to have a Kentucky, oh, sorry, country fried chicken sandwich with honey mustard coleslaw on a brioche bun. So that sounds like mm. it could be tasty. Mm-hmm. The Gibson Girl Ice Cream Parlor. This sounds good. Diamond Anniversary Ice Cream Sandwich. Mm. You get your choice of ice cream between two sugar cookies. And then you can get an, or you can get an ice cream sundae served in a souvenir kitchen sink. The, I, I'm assuming it's different than the one are they're they currently blue serving. Ones than, I was going to say, I, are they making blue ones instead of Mickey Pants ones? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, but they don't usually sell them there, so that's why it's special. Yeah. At the Plaza Inn, here you go. You don't have to go to Roscoe's for your fried chicken and waffles. Because they're going to be serving good. them again at the Plaza Woo. Inn. At the Village House Restaurant, um, the flatbread special with buffalo chicken, serrano chili slices, and chipotle aioli. Interesting. Spicy. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like more like heartburn flatbread. Or as, um, uh, who was it? I think the governor of New York or something called it chipotle. Yes. <laughs> um, Yay. That's Good my favorite way of saying it now. Chipotle. Chipotle. 
Yeah. Red Rockets Pizza Port, the Supernova Pizza Special with mozzarella cheese, pepperoni, salami, chorizo, chicken sausage, bacon, pepperoncini, and seasoned Parmesan. Meat lovers. Mm-hmm. At the Stage Door Cafe, mocha chip funnel cake. And at Rancho del Zocola Restaurante, the Street Taco Trio. Three street-style tacos with beef, chicken, or carnitas on soft corn tortillas, garnished with cilantro and onion, chopped with salsa verde, served with rice and beans. Now, how is a street taco different from what I get at Taco Bell, Mary Jo? Nancy could probably answer better than you, but a street taco. If she's not there, the tortillas are smaller. Yes. Oh, okay. Small, and small and they're little they're little bite sized things. She just did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> oh, French market I think, restaurant. I, I, I think I'm on delay. Yeah, I you think are. so. Um, creamy corn chowder. This sounds good. Garnished with Yum. roasted corn and black-eyed peas. Something I couldn't possibly pronounce in a sourdough bread bolle. Um, Slow-roasted Louisiana beef stew simmered with seasoned carrots, peas, red potatoes, Don't they and serve that? mushrooms in a sourdough bread bolle. I, I think I know they do serve something maybe, there. Maybe it's just they're serving it later or overnight and, or something. And a market French dip. Thinly sliced roast beef with crispy onion straws on a potato roll with a side of handmade Cajun chips mm. and au jus. They, they only serve that at lunch, so they're probably serving it all day okay. to make it special. Nolan salad, lettuce medley, julienne yams, Granny Smith apples, caramelized pecans, lentils, tart cherries, and a sweet yep. citrus vinaigrette. That's what I get when I go there, and that's all day, normally. Royal Street Chicken Caesar Salad, and it's what you would expect. Shrimp poo po boy. Um, popcorn don't shrimp. Don't get that. Mayonnaise. Don't get it. Then I won't continue. Um, <laughs> the, no, seriously, it's not as good as it looked in the picture or sounded. I've had it before okay. and it's not. Mm. At the Blue Bayou, they're going to have a Creole brined bone in pork chop served with roasted garlic and some sort of mashed potatoes, sauteed baby spinach, champagne pear colise, and tomato relish. Cafe Orleans, Banana Foster's French Toast, thick-cut brioche bread battered and then grilled and topped with fresh caramelized bananas and rich caramel sauce served with bacon. That sounds good. Tomorrowland Terrace, they have a breakfast burrito, 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. Hungry Bear Restaurant, pulled pork hot dog. I'm not entirely sure what that is. With citrus slaw, fried jalapenos, and fresh fresh cilantro, I will not be having that. Okay, that actually sounded pretty decent to me because I'm a big pulled pork fan because that's just barbecue, shredded barbecue pork. And a hot dog. And a hot dog. And a hot dog. The hot dog, you can always pull a hot dog out and just eat the barbecue pork bun. At California Adventure, at Fiddler, Pfeiffer, and Practical, they have that cupcake. Clarabelle's hand-scooped ice cream, they have a s'mores bar which sounds delicious. Ooh. At Award Reiner's, they have the Insomniac, a bacon, egg, and sausage dog with pepper jack cheese topped with a maple crunch. Wine Country Trattoria, they have a surf and turf, which ha- comes with a lobster tail and grilled sirloin and all the other fixings. And the Lucky Fortune Cookery, steamed chicken and vegetable dumpling bowl, served with rice, Ooh. vegetables, and rice wine vinegar dipping sauce. Cozy Cone Motel will have a barbecued pulled pork and slaw cone. Ariel's Grotto has special... We've already talked about their special breakfast menu. Um, Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta. Oh, this sounds disgusting. Mac and Cheese Pizza. Um, I get all the the carbs you possibly want. Um, Crispy Pizza topped with sun-dried tomato sauce, crispy bacon, mozzarella, creamy mac and cheese topped with bacon pesto. So there you go. You certainly won't be hungry. <laughs> all right, thank you, Michael. We've mm-hmm. got to try them all. All right, Nancy. Okay. First off, and since I'm the, the last one, did you know that California produces some 80% of all of the strawberries in the U.S.? Mm, that sounds about right. We produce a lot of produce. Ooh, produce well, if you produce. want, if you enjoy these little red nuggets of sugary berry goodness. <laughs> okay. 
then you need to stop by La Brea Bakery. Not, don't walk on past as you're running in and out of the park. Just stop on at La Brea Bakery. For the rest of the month of May, they have four new dishes to celebrate National Strawberry Month. They have a strawberry bellini. Yay for all What's those a bellini? bellinis. A bellini is a wonderful little champagne drink. Ooh. Which is, you know, fizziness with strawberries blended oh, okay. into it. Usually it's you, usually normally you hear them with peaches, peach, right? yeah. 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 Oh, okay, okay. And then they have a strawberry salad, which is baby spinach, uh, strawberries, walnuts, feta cheese, radish, poppy seed dressing. They have fresh strawberry pie with fresh whipped cream. And they have strawberry shortcake on their menu. So, mm. a sweet way to wrap up the rapid fires of this show. Ah, how sweet. <laughs> yeah, they, as Roz was putting it in the chat room, the Oxnard Strawberry Festival was indeed this weekend. Oh, thanks. Oh. So, if you're ever it must out have been in absolutely May. delicious. Hey, Mary Jo's live again. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. We put so Mary Jo on in... a delay because of, yes. of her potty yes. mouth. <laughs> you know what? You, you know what? Next year, we should do a day six yes. to the Oxnard Strawberry Festival. Yeah, you know, we sure. should hit some 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 fun California festivals this year. Maybe that. Maybe talk people into going up north to the Gilroy Garlic Festival. I've always wanted to go to that. I've always wanted to go to Gilroy too to the Garlic Festival. See, my family would just hate me. Mm. So we have to make it like a weekend, just the two of us. There you go. Okay. All right, thank My you, family Nancy. loves garlic so good. <laughs> well, there All we right, go. That, so, okay, that will do it for rapid fire. I uh, just want to remind everybody once again that we will have lots and lots of coverage this week of all of the stuff that's coming for the 60th. So be sure you are following at the Diz on Twitter um, for live updates Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And also follow us, too. You can find our, all our links on our show notes page at www.disunplugged.com. And then, of course, once again, Friday begins the big barrage of videos and photos and podcasts with Michael and I and the and what 53 members of the Orlando team. <laughs> and uh, articles. We and all articles, wrote articles. Yes. Uh, it's going to be all over the dish. You won't be able to miss it. Um, and it's gonna I, be it's gonna be great because it's gonna be a lot of new thoughts from there's some people that had never been to Disneyland before or had built, been only a couple times, so you're getting a lot of of new ideas and new feelings about the park, Mary Jo. Uh, thank something? you. I, yeah, I did have a question. Is there going to be a show every day? There's going to be a different show. Is that how it's been? Every released? day there will be every day there will be two shows released. Awesome. One hotel one one hotel review one hotel overview. And something else. Cool. Thank you. There you go. So, all right, folks. I That will do it for this episode of The Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.